Hi everybody, this is Heather and you're listening to Simply Healed with Heather Leonard. Today's episode is called Potentially the Missing Link. <laughs> Very mysterious, right? <laughs> There's a reason for the name of this topic today. Um, I think so many of us are growing and um, gaining in so many different aspects, especially around mindset. But there's this one key piece that I feel like could very well be that barricade between you and all the lights turning on. And I had an experience that I can't wait to share with you guys in my own personal life that relates to this. So thank you for joining and here we go. Okay, so I'm joined by my co-host Stitch, <laughs> the French Bulldog. He decided he needed to be a part of this. He, as soon as I started talking and got in my high, excited energy vibe, he was like, I am not missing out on this, and he curled right up next to me, so you will hear his snorts as we go on today. Um, <laughs> so, all right, here's the deal. I have talked about health of your mind, body, spirit. We've talked about mindset. We've talked about law of attraction. Um, so many good things, but there's something that ties like actual getting of what you desire all together like glue. And I think a lot of you are going to go, oops, sorry. <laughs> got some sound issues here. I got to stop hitting my cords. I'm all tangled up like yoga style here today. Um, <laughs> but I, I think that, all right, so let me just backtrack here for a second. There is probably one thing your mind went to when I said there's glue that holds it all together that makes it all come from what's in your mind's eye into actual tangible physical happenings, right? Because we're talking about like what we desire and why we often don't get there. I feel like that's what my whole podcast should be called. Maybe that's season two is, you know, it's, there's just, this desire inside all of us. Some of us, it's improvement in health. Some of it's, some up for some of us, I should say, it is, you know, heavy grief that we're trying to overcome and get back out into the world. Um, for some of my listeners, I know that it's it's job opportunities and this, you know, job that you've desired for so long that you want to do, but it's like the the struggle to step away from what's familiar. Um, I have people who I know listen because they are looking for the love of their life and they're looking for some advice as to how to get there because they feel like they've tried it all and nothing's working. It's really interesting, all of the people that I've drawn to this podcast from such different walks of life, but it's probably because my subject matter goes like, I don't know, from here to Alaska and then, you know, China and back. It's really wild, but I mean, I love Eastern and Western medicine. There's no, there's no two ways about it. It's clear in my messaging that I walk a fine line between the both. Um, but there's, there's something that I think as far as maybe, maybe more of an Eastern belief system. I don't know. I feel like many might go right to the point of gratitude. And I will tell you that really is like the um, secret sauce, I guess. You know, that is very important element and it is done incorrectly, I would say 90% of the time. Um, I get into that a lot. Actually, I have a book that's coming out soon, guys. Um, <laughs> I say soon. It'll probably be years in the making. I don't know how these things actually go once they go from like, okay, the book is almost completely written and then 
through that whole like agents and publishing and all that stuff. Hey, if anybody out there knows a great agent, let me know. Um, because I don't know how long that takes, but I can tell you that the words are just flowing faster than these podcasts do for me. I can't stop writing. It's like an addiction right now. And I'm so excited about this book. And it is going to get into gratitude in a big way. Because like I said, it's not about making a list of the things that you are you know, happy for in your life and feel like you've been blessed with. That's pretty much the most, you know, rudimentary, basic way to explain what a gratitude list is. And it's not just about feeling the feelings, because I know that's what a lot of you who are doing a lot of this work probably went to next. Um, There's a lot. There's a lot there. And so I definitely get into that with the book. So I'm so excited just to even announce this. I didn't intend to do that today, but it just slipped right out because of my excitement for it. So... Uh, be on the lookout guys. I'll let you know and you'll be the first ones to know when this thing is ready to go. Um, So that aside, so yeah, gratitude is the sauce. Let's think of it that way. But now what is the true glue that binds? Like what is the magic? Because I've seen people who are amazing manifestors and I've seen people who are like um, just super strong and understanding mindset and the way this all works and positivity and all this stuff. And yet still, some of their greatest desires just don't feel like they come together or they're just about there and then things like don't quite come together. Or, uh, you know, like part of the story starts to unfold the way they want it to and then they hit some kind of barrier. So what I think is really the glue that binds is, and are you you all sitting down because I already know the reaction I'm going to (laughs) get. It's okay. I am solid in my conviction with this to the point where I'm going to sit in judgment on it all day long and I'm fine and completely good with that. It is God. Let me tell you why. Don't go anywhere just because you don't want to hear anything about God. I want you to listen to this because this is, this was powerful stuff for me. So I have strong faith. You all know I bring them up often, but I also will say for those listeners who maybe aren't aligned in the same faith that I am, you know, plug in, insert, universe, this, that, whatever. Well, to me, I still think we're talking about the same one, one energy, one, you know, it's all when we say universe, when we say God, when we say Yahweh, when we say whatever we say, we all have a different language, but it's the same thing, I think, you know, I think that's what we're talking about. Well, here's what I think might be a problem with this. Now, this is also in my book, by the way, and I get into it in a whole even deeper level. But I think that we don't give credit where credit is due. I guess that's the best way to put it. Like if you were the person, okay, this is a great example because this has probably happened to several of us. Were you working on a group project with other people? And you put in all the work, like you're staying there late, you're doing the editing, you're finding the pictures, you're doing the whatever it is, I don't know, making things up at random here, but you feel like you did the majority of the work. And then when it's time to present this, the group as a whole gets credit. And sometimes even other members of the group who maybe didn't even contribute hardly at all, get sort of spotlighted. Right. And that feeling that you get when that happens is kind of like, oh, you know, it's not as though we want to be boastful, want to be braggy, you know, don't want to be humble. But at the same time, it's like, oh, I just put my heart, my blood, sweat and tears into this. And the acknowledgement feels like it's not there. Now, imagine if you created life. 
You created everything. And when it's time to take credit, here are all these little specks of humans around, raising their hand, waving around, going, look at me, look what I did. Well, that's what we sort of do, right? Every time we're proud of ourselves, it's like we forget in that moment. Be proud of yourself. I'm not saying don't be proud. But in that moment, immediately have it be your go-to to look up and say thank you. Because it's, you know, this is what I said in my book is that it's really like a child who, you know, if you're going to give one of them a toy and they are going to play with it and love it and be so grateful and you're the best and, you know, just constantly singing your praises. And then you give the same toy to another child and they just, you know, run off and maybe stick it on their shelf and never play with it and they won't say anything to you. Or they, even if they go and sit quietly and play with the toy, but they still never look back and say, you know, thank you. I really appreciate this. Next time you have a toy, which kid are you going to give it to? <laughs> I'm just saying. So it occurred to me yesterday as I was writing my book and as I had a whole bunch of great things that had been happening, I started saying thank you to God, but with gratitude in an entirely different way than I'd ever really done before. What happened was remarkable. First off, a text came through that was one I wasn't expecting. It was something that I sort of put out there as like, you know, when we talk about thoughts becoming things, it was something I desired weeks ago that I had said and then walked away from and truly just had faith that it'll come when it comes and I'm just going to trust God on this one. And I'd forgotten about it. But as soon as my energy was in the right place for this receiving of this thing and I was being grateful and I was giving praise where praise is due, all of a sudden, boom, the text comes across. And all of a sudden, my excitement level went way up. And then I thought immediately, oh, I'm not taking credit for this. Thank you, God. Like I immediately went to thank you, God. And then after that, it was like, oh my gosh, the lights just turned on. I mean, it was one thing after another, guys. It was like inspiration for my book. It was like, um, I looked out the window. This is the coolest part maybe of the whole thing. My little one had just come out of his bedroom because he had to use the restroom or something. And he looked up, he goes, what's that mom? And I was looking at the same little speck way off on the lake in the distance. And I'm like, you know, I don't know. It's like a shiny little green thing. It's so far out there. I can barely see it every so often when a wave crashes. So I get the binoculars out and I'm looking. I said, you know what? I think that's a star shaped green balloon. And our best friends that live next door and my kids godparents it was his birthday and so I thought to myself you know that's my husband's favorite color and we were always big on star-shaped things and it's been a symbol recently that has great power for me so anyway to see this star-shaped green balloon so far off in the distance but headed towards their house so I my son said mom do you think you could go get it and I'm like I Sure. You know, I didn't really have doubt in it. I was like thinking to myself, these waves are crashing pretty hard and pushing this direction. It'll eventually end up on shore. (laughs) Why not? So I was like, yeah. So I walk outside and I'm standing there on the shoreline. And I kid you not, I wasn't even there (laughs) five minutes. And this thing, it came from nowhere, guys. And it washed up at my feet. Like I didn't have to get wet. I just reached over and picked it up. And, And then ended up delivering it 
you know, to our neighbors because I really did believe it was meant for him. But what an amazing gift. And immediately I said, thank you, God. This is so amazing. Thank you for letting him speak to us, give us a sign. Thank you for, you know, the whole thing. I was like beyond. And then immediately another thing and another thing and another thing until I was almost like giddy with happiness. I was like, this is magic at its best and nothing could go wrong. It just felt like this is how life is supposed to be. And what was the key, the only thing I changed? It was just directing my attention towards where it all came from. <laughs> like this stuff isn't just, it. you can't have a coincidence like that. You just can't, there was too much happening all at once in this powerful energetic ball of like attraction that I had to me. And the only thing different I was doing was acknowledgement of God in it, not replacing it with universe, not replacing it with whatever felt good to everybody else, acknowledging what in my soul felt right to say, because, you know, it's, ooh, motorcycles. I should have warned you that my motorcycle week in New Hampshire currently. So you will hear motorcycles throughout this recording. Sorry. I'm like, what is that noise? Oh yeah. <laughs> so anyway, guys, my point is, I think that We've removed God, and I know many people, I mean, they see why this is, and I can understand that not everybody will have the same faith in school, and, you know, so there's a part of me that has, like, empathy towards that, um, and I don't think we should ever force anything down a, a child's throat who's being taught something differently at home or anything like that, but I do think that um, the things that we're choosing to, like, eliminate from schools, because it could pose you know, a different situation to kids who don't, don't celebrate that. But then there's other things that we feel like, well, as far as equality, we got to, we got to include this into our daily existence, because if we don't, it's going to make somebody feel left out. And it's weird, this filter we're using, it's very strange to me, like what we need to incorporate and what we need to exclude. Um, I thought that the trend was moving towards inclusivity of all and everybody and all faiths. So to me, instead of removing God, maybe we should include, you know, words like Allah, words like, you know, things that other religions use for God, but we're speaking the same language, but that would make it feel inclusive and make it feel like, hey, we're all a part of this something. And this something is this higher power that we all agree on, not all, okay, I should very carefully tread here because I know there's some who are like atheists who are not at all on board with anything I've probably said so far. And they would much rather believe in, in coincidence, universal, um, like an energy or, a, you know, Mother Earth or whatever, but they're not connected to the one universal God. So there are exceptions, but there's way more majority who all believe the same thing and just talk about it a little different. So I think that that understanding is one thing where we can just say, hey, we're, we're kind of all saying the same thing here, but maybe it's a little different. Like maybe there are bits and pieces that are different, you know, um, and, and the bits and pieces, you can study that. <laughs> I mean, this is where it's really interesting. In college, I went to a Catholic college, and yet we had theology classes that taught us about all religion, the start of it and what it was and what, what they celebrate and it wasn't saying we're not going to discuss this because there is only one God because in the Catholic faith, it is believed that there is only one God, but they didn't say, Hey, 
because of that, we're not going to talk of this. It's just blasphemy. Like, would they? it wasn't that at all. It was like, hey, th this is what's out there. This is what's believed. How can we be educated if we don't even talk about things? I'm all about discussion because communicating our faith, like if people hear what I say and they are like, that is so far wrong, I want you to reach out and send me an email and let's talk about it. It's a great topic for a further podcast. Like, I don't expect everybody to believe the way I do, but what I will say is my experience has shown and proven me, proven to me that there's this magic that unfolds when you not just place faith in God, but recognize him for his amazing works. Like, when you have something happen, attaching that outcome to the power you believe in and saying, I see this for me from you and I am so appreciative of it. Like that, that moment for me was like, okay, lights on. And now here comes all the things. It was like, if you had a um, dam and everything was holding back all the water and I just, my prayer of thanks lifted with a crane those boulders in one foul swoop all that water poured over the dam like it, that's what it felt like it felt like all of a sudden the floodgates are open it's all pouring through everything you've been asking for is coming and it's all coming together like what the heck have you been waiting for <laughs> and why not right i said before i'm not gonna give the gift to the kid who doesn't really give a care <laughs> yeah that's me editing myself but you know what i'm saying like if you really have one person who so fully appreciates you and they verbalize it and they show it with their actions and all of those things. It's like, I want to give more to you because I know you're going to appreciate this and love it. And like, it's going to better you and it's going to be, you know, it's treasured. So, you know, when you give a gift, you want it treasured. What are you into, buddy? <laughs> you know, you want it to be celebrated and you want to be recognized a little bit. You don't want to be that kid in class with everybody else taking credit. Like, it's great to guys stand there and be like, wow, look what, how far I've come and what I've accomplished. But don't ever forget to thank the person who paved the road for you. You know, like, you wouldn't have gotten there if, like... You know, we're all about self-worth and, and seeing the value in ourselves. And sometimes it comes to, like, people really owning now, like, wow, I am beautiful and, like, all these things. But even then, it's like, don't claim that for yourself. If that's boastful, you know? And where humble and kind comes in is, well, there's two parts, I believe, in that. But one is thank you to the creator, like, who did this? Not you. You don't be thanking yourself. Don't be like, wow, look at me. I'm amazing. No, thank you, God, for giving me these amazing gifts, for making me so, you know, beautiful and perfect in your vision for me, for, you know, giving me legs that can support me and, and carry me through and whatever. Like, th that's genuine appreciation. And then the other part, I think, with humble and kind is the pay it forward aspect. Like, you know, the whole look back where you came from a little bit and then help the next guy in line, you know? It's not just about your own betterment. And I think if you really want to sort of leap forward in all of your, um, you know, manifesting of a future that you want, whether it be health or, you know, healing or whatever, emotional healing and growth, uh, you have to be willing to look at the greater good and see how you can contribute towards that. 
like turn back around and say, all right, I figured this out. I'm going to help you now get here because when we're all up here at this other level, it is such a better world to live in. Like I don't need to climb on anybody to get there. It's all about now, how can I help the people behind me who haven't figured this out yet? Which is what I'm really trying to do, guys, with this podcast, my book, and all of that is really just, there's some things that through my grief journey, um, you know, the little blessings that came through all that hardship are, you know, this new awareness and looking at things in just such a different way, in a different light, um, with optimism and not hope, but faith and you know, this solid belief in where I'm going and where I've been and all that stuff. And I just want to continue to give back and get everybody else sort of caught up with that. Um, And from there, gosh, imagine if we're all there at that level together, how much easier it'll be to make that next climb to the next step forward, you know, into really the that future that you desire. Um, And getting there together, it just feels better, right? If you make it to the top, but you're the only one there, it's kind of not as fun to enjoy, right? You want people there with you. And then it is such a better ride. And it is such a better end experience too, to have people there by your side to enjoy it with. So I'm going to take a quick break. And when I get back, I've got a lot more to say on this topic, guys. So thanks for joining. Okay, I warned you guys I was going to do this and it is officially live. I have a monthly subscription. Ah! (laughs) People kept telling me like, I love your program, but right now like their mindset was not quite there yet with believing that they were worthy of spending that on themselves to, you know, basically catapult forward and so you know it was more like hey I just I'm ready for a baby step here but you know in both price and um in like how far I want to move forward like I don't need to to go too far too fast but just a step forward in the right direction at a price that my brain can wrap around right now well guess what that's what I spent a lot of time putting together to make sure I could do for you I want the information that I'm coaching with to be available to everybody So this is the least expensive way to work with me. Um, It is $33 for a monthly subscription and you get grief coaching with a group and you have basically, I mean, you know what? I try to say that it's group coaching, but there is some one-on-one that ends up happening because I am always available in that group. If people post questions, I'll even make it a whole topic for future discussion on one of my lives. So, you know, a lot of your questions can get answered in there. And you get access to the whole library of past lives and value posts and everything good that's in there. It is a phenomenal way to get so much. And um, I'm just excited that it's released and it's out there for you. So uh, I think the easiest way is to look in today's description and I will drop the link in there for you if you're interested in joining that. All right, guys, back to the show. I just want to add another little point that I didn't really get to in the first half of the show, which is that you, if you think of um, your energy level and your gratitude and all these things as a snowball effect, where once you dropped that smaller snowball at the top of the mountain, how much it can gain as it rolls down and it, you know what I mean? When it's gaining force and it's getting bigger and it's going faster and that's how I feel when these things started happening to me yesterday and I just kept getting like giddy with excitement over like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this thing just happened and now this and now this. And it was like, I was through the roof with my energy. And so 
I think God was sort of the person at the top of the mountain that pushed that snowball to begin with to get it going, right? Like that moment of gratitude to God for what he has done for me. And then it was like, my energy was what made it keep going and building and growing. But then every time I said another thanks, another whatever, it was almost like there was another push of that snowball to get it going even faster. So think of thinking of it in those terms, you know, just remembering that your energy is vital, but then also, you know, it's that, you know, reciprocalness of what you give and you get. And, and it was that kind of at play. It was really wild to see. Like I was pushing out like all that excitement and love towards God who should be the one receiving the benefit of it all. Right. Cause he's the one that did it. And then he was throwing more back my way to work with. And then I was just throwing it back at him. And it felt like this game of pass in a sense of, you know, in that sort of infinite infinity symbol sort of rhythm, like I would give out, it would come back. It was flowing back and forth and it was so exciting. It was like a high I was on because I was like, what else? I mean, what else have I desired lately that I've sort of put out there that hasn't come together? Because right now it just feels like magic, pure magic is happening. And I don't know. No one is more deserving. It's not that. Like, do you really think shame on the little boy who didn't turn around and thank the lady? Well, I mean, sure, we all sort of screw up and forget. Or, you know, maybe he was just so excited about the toy, he just sort of ran off to play with it and just forgot to say it. But he thought it and he's like, oh, well, God knows. I know. But at the same time, saying it out loud holds power. But then the other, remember the amplifier, the pushing it like further, harder, whatever, was like the energy behind you, you know, your energy. So it's like somebody could say, thank you. Or somebody could be like, oh my God, thank you. This is amazing. I mean, there's a genuineness, but there's also this energetic attachment to how they're feeling. And that is what moves the snowball. That is the stuff. So the gratitude and saying it to who deserves to hear it, because none of us want to be the creator who gets zero acknowledgement, you know, but then doing it with emphatic, emphatic love behind it. It's like, here we go. There's that recipe. That is what you need. It's all those things. It's so good that it's like impossible to have anything sort of negative, not just bounce off and not be able to harm you. I mean, I don't, I didn't even occur to me to think about what wasn't going right. I'm trying to think in that moment. I mean, obviously I didn't have my husband to share it with. That's still an overhanging thing that doesn't go away. But do you think in those moments when all that was coming together, that that was on my mind? No. And as a matter of fact, that balloon felt like acknowledgement to me that what you're doing right now, keep doing that. You know, I don't, I still feel like the balloon wasn't for me, but I think it symbolically floated to me for a reason. You know, it was almost like he rubbed me on the shoulder, gave me a hug on his way to go deliver this to our neighbors. What it felt like, but like, but like, keep going. You're onto something like you're finally getting there because I wasn't dwelling on the lack or what I didn't have or what, how sad I am, at, you know, on any level in that moment, it was like, whoa, look what's right. Look what's going well. All this at once, all for me. What? Like, this is incredible. And as, as sincerely as that feeling of like, I am so blessed, it was instantaneous for me to overflow with gratitude to higher power, not this, wow, look what I did. Oh my gosh, look what finally came together for me from all my hard work. 
Never. That didn't even enter my mind. It was like, God, thank you. I knew my prayers had been heard, answered, felt. You know, he'd been working on my behalf. And now it was coming to me and I was just so excited, you know. And so it almost, it's like when somebody says, so let's go back to that classroom example. And you did all the work and everyone else is getting all the credit. Have you ever had somebody who just steps in and says, you know what? Actually, Heather was really the mastermind behind this. She did, you know, so much of the work or whatever. And that moment is even more powerful than if the initial person who had said, oh, look what, you know, the group had done or like, even if they had said, look what, you know, Heather had led this group and they did this work, it still feels even better to have a member of the group turn around and say, you know what, actually, I want you to pay attention to this person because they are so important in all of this. None of it could have come together without them. That feels even better, doesn't it? It's like, whoa, that that takes you back and brings tears to your eyes because like, you weren't expecting it or you didn't have to be, but you know, it turned around entirely from a moment that could have been like other people stealing your credit to other people singing your praises. And that can only happen if you're not expecting Expecting. Like if you are, that's coming from like a real boastful and braggy place, right? Pride. But when you're coming from the humble place where you almost want to just allow others to receive their credit and whatever, and you're not really like hell bent on getting your moment in the sun, usually that is what attracts your moment in the sun, right? You're okay with the fact like it, there's no competition there. There's no me against them. It was an us. And even though the share might not have been evenly divided, you're just real clean with the fact that it doesn't really matter. I didn't do it for the acknowledgement. I did it for, you know, the greater good or whatever. And then then usually what happens is those are when you get those moments of acknowledgement because you weren't wanting them or expecting them or, or needing them as some contingency to feel like, you know, you got your credit for what you did and all your hard work. And I think in the workplace, guys, this is like pretty applicable for most of us, right? There, There's always some sense of competition going around between you and the next guy or you and the next one in line for some position or, you know, just you and an equal partner and who's putting in more work or I don't know, you know, why we are so competitive. Uh, but it's important that in these moments where we don't, I just think if you can separate from caring about it, caring about whether or not you're ever going to be noticed for all the extra you put in and just put in the extra for the sake of people's benefit, you know, the company's benefit, the customer's benefit, whatever it is, for that benefit, not for your benefit. And then being grateful to God for you even being able to do the part that you were able to do. And then it usually just seems like all falls into place and you end up getting the credit anyway. But if you don't, your attachment to that outcome wasn't there. So it's not like you feel let down if someone else gets acknowledgement and you don't. Or when you don't feel any less like, you know, I mean, you just achieved the goal. You should be feeling so good anyway. Um, but usually we feel a little taken back after all the work without the acknowledgement, but not when we went into it knowing it wasn't coming or expecting it not to come and being just, it's not even that because if you spend too much focus on that, that takes you down a different road, but really just staying firm on why you're doing it. The purpose being for the people you're serving, whether that's a business owner or an employer or, you know, a consumer, 
doesn't matter. It's just keeping them as the ultimate end prize. Because think of it this way, then no matter what, you can't lose. Because once it's completed, oh, it's go it, the goal's achieved. I just accomplished creating this for you and it's done. And that feels good. You don't need to have the words of someone else because you already got the goal and the goal wasn't the praise. The goal was the finished product for the person. Does that make sense? I know I talk fast, <laughs> but um, I think that, that that part of it is hard to let go of. Um, again, another point I talk on in my book, but it really is like from the time of childhood, we are sort of raised in this world of just, you know, wanting to climb. And I, I think that when we can eliminate that, it's, whew, you know, there's no one, we're not really competing against anybody. It's really just a mental competition against yourself. You know, you're the only one putting the barricades up and getting in your own way. And so if you spend all your energy on that, instead of competing against other people, just spend the energy removing your own barricades and getting out of your own way. And, you know, being positive for positive sake, like just, you know what I mean? Nothing, it's it's like a force field. It's like nothing bad can really stick to you if you're in a great place. Because it's kind of like, oh, well, deal with that later. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're just still kind of skipping through your day a bit because, yeah, I mean, it's a thing. And, I, but what, don't want to give energy or life to it by focusing on just that and dwelling on it. Um, you know, all that energy that you're going to put there will make it grow. And you will find yourself surrounded by more negative things, more bad happenings, more stuff to talk about, <laughs> but not the stuff you want to be talking about or feeding energy to. And so, yeah, <laughs> today's topic really, it is about God. And, um, you know, I think even the fact that I have skirted around it for so long or sort of danced at times, it's shame on me. Um, and you know, if I'm being honest about why I did that, it's because I feel I have a message that I want everybody to hear. And I don't want people closing themselves off just because I say God, just because I don't put GD, I don't hyphenate it. I write it out. And if it makes your search engine avoid me, then it does, you know, because I have the faith in the higher power that he's going to protect me and buffer me from that anyway. Cause there's enough people that want to hear that message that they're still going to. So I know I'll still succeed. It's just that I really genuinely did not want to close the door on anybody that might be sort of, I don't know, walking the line or not sure, or, you know, feels a little separated from God right now. Doesn't really want to hear about it, but isn't totally opposed. I, I just feel like there's so many people that are like on that line and that they just they had big belief. They spent their childhood going to church, that, but there was something along the way that just, I don't know, it scared them off or it, it made them doubt or, you know, not understand how there could possibly be a God if or all these things. Um, and that to me was like, if I get too far down the path of talking about God and even myself and my youth, like, or I would just say there was... I didn't want to be lectured about God. I had faith in God. I didn't really need somebody to sit there and talk about it to me the whole time. That was sort of my attitude, which is crazy because now I realize uh, it's everything. <laughs> but really, that was what I knew that that population existed because I used to belong to it. And the last thing I wanted to do was be preachy or to be, you know, 
just everything always have to come back to God? Now I'm starting to say, I'm not afraid to say it does all have to come back to God. Only because, guys, if I had a solution that could get you there, but I omitted that important fact of the most important part that changed everything for me, it's so unfair to you. I'm not giving you really what it is that got me to accomplish what I set out to do. So how on earth, like my whole thing is set up based on, I'm not giving medical advice. I'm not giving mental and um, emotional advice. I am literally just telling my own story, my own observations, you know, educating on what what I've learned um, in that way, not, not giving any hard, you know, how to's or follow these instructions. This is just my life. Um, and it, so omitting the most crucial part just felt like a lie. It felt like, um, you know, especially as of recent when things really turned on, when at the exact same pace I was ramping up my faith is when everything in my life that's good ramped up. So when you see that cause and effect paralleling each other like that, and it is so clearly connected, that is a disservice to humankind to not scream it from the rooftops. So this podcast is me screaming it from the rooftop. I before didn't want to be preached to. I didn't want to be lectured to on God. I didn't want to be eye rolling bored in the back corner because we're talking about God again. That's how I felt. And it's because there's this lack of enthusiasm in church, I think. In a large part, when we start to get too far down the path of tradition and trying to hold to making like a mass feel special and feel like it did in the time of Jesus or like, okay, so even this is going to be a stretch for some, but I feel like that's what I hear from the church when I've ever discussed it with somebody, you know, that they're holding fast to these traditions. It's important to carry forward. I agree. And I would probably hold four or five masses a year that just, you know, recreated that and even in a more spectacular way. And then the rest of the year, talk to people. Talk to them like I'm talking to you right now. Spend the time to talk about these amazing little miracles, big miracles, not little, big miracles that are happening because of faith. Like, let's get excited about it. Let's bring our energy level up when we're talking about going to church. That's, if you're wondering why people aren't showing up as much as they should, it's in large part, this is a new generation coming through. This new generation is open to everything. This new generation is very, very fluid and um, open to energy and spiritual um, development and growth and universal love. And it is interesting because they need to know that is not separate from God. The spiritual life that they are living is not separate from God. And that oneness of the universe is God. And if we're creating this separateness, then we're never going to really fully get there. We're always going to feel like the person on the sidelines who totally gets meditation and gets into these deep theta waves of, you know, being able to just clear our subconscious and create new future for ourselves. But then what in the heck? Why isn't it quite coming together? So close. What is it? It is God. It is the absence of still connecting that what you are doing is becoming closer and quieter within your own body to hear God. When I meditate, I recognize not that I'm going into some weird, you know, hypnotic state of mind where I am subjective and no, I 
think of it as I am clearing my mind so I can hear the voice of God. I can nudge into that intuition and that whisper that is coming from higher power that's telling me what I need to do to get there because I want to know. And he's telling me, but I'm not hearing it. Does that make sense? And so this generation, I think, is going to be pivotal in getting us there. But only if there's people willing to step out and say, hey, we're speaking the same language. We're not talking about two different things. And you don't have to be spiritual or religious. It's okay to be all of it, you know, because it's the same. And, you know, it's sort of like when... I I'm I know just enough to get myself in trouble, but within the Bible, there I remember there being talk about when we went from all speaking one language to uh, separation over we're all speaking a different language, and I feel similar with this. I feel like even though we're all speaking the English language, or at least those listening to me, unless you have a translator, um, that we're speaking the same language but we're very much thinking that we are one of us speaking French, one speaking German and, you know, and, and not really understanding one another. But if we could realize it's a universal language, we're all speaking the same thing. We're all giving praise to the same one, the same Yahweh, God, oneness, all of it, universe, energy, um, universal substance, um, all of these things, these terms I've heard, it's the same. <laughs> it is the same. And so for me to close that gap is a big mission so that people can see that if that acknowledgement, if we can make it a little more okay, like everything. I mean, now talking about meditation and law of attraction and all this is like everyday language to the 20 somethings out there. This is how we talk. You know, we talk about what we're manifesting. We talk about all that, like that is our existence, you know, what feels aligned, abundance, these words that we talk about because it feels like this spiritual, connected, um, this love energy, all of it. It's God. And so start using that word. See how that feels. See what happens. Watch the magic. Try just one time when something goes so right. Thank you, God, like with this. Oh, my God. How am I worthy of this? Like this astonishment of the greatness that just came to you from God. Acknowledge it out loud. And then see if you can get to the point when the little things happen. I mean, I'm at the point now when the bad things happen, I'm thanking God. So, you know, I always know it's in, it's for my favor. So uh, anyway, if you can just get there to the point of feeling like your first immediate gut reaction is to be thankful and say thank you to God for what he's blessed you with, not taking credit for things or not feeling like this internal pride, but instead this overwhelming gratitude to the one and only God, you're going to see magic happen. Mark my words and come back and tell me about it. All right, guys, this episode makes me feel good to my core. So I hope that you liked it. I hope I didn't scare away any listeners, but you know what? We're all on our own journey. And so if it is, it is. And at this point, um, what's right and fair to do is to share what I know. So I'm going to share what has happened in my world and let you decide. So guys, I hope I see you on the next one. Bye. And thanks for joining.